Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. Welcome to my special outdoor edition of my podcast. And it is a beautiful day out here. And I pray that you are enjoying this weather wherever you are at this very moment. The word of God tells us in Psalm 118 and 24 that this is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I am certainly rejoicing. I say that this is an experimental podcast. I had some things stirring in my heart and I just didn't want to put it off until the evening or the next day because it's really been kind of working on me since the wee hours of the morning there was an incident that took place and I'll talk about it momentarily and it made me just start thinking of some things and I just felt like you know doing an episode but I am actually in an undisclosed location I've always wanted to say that (laughs) just means that I am not podcasting from home today and I thought I'd try it out so um You may hear some sounds in the background. I heard a train going by not long ago. There are cars pulling up and pulling off nearby. And, you know, there are people around. So it's an active location, but I'm kind of off to the side by myself and just hoping that, you know, the sound quality will be okay when I go and play it back. But, um... I'm having a good day. I am this the song that I'm playing is, you know, of course not my theme song. It is one of my son's instrumentals. Three, two, one, lift off is what he entitled that particular instrumental. His music can be found on SoundCloud under S M N S in all capital letters. And so There were some things going on in my heart this morning. I um, went to bed last night, you know, sometime late in the evening. I don't know exactly the time that I fell off to sleep. But as we've been doing lately, I've been keeping the waterfall sounds playing through the night because it just seems to absorb noises. And those of you who know, you know, what it is like to live in a row of homes when you're, you know, your walls are attached to your neighbors. Sometimes, you know, peace is challenging, especially when, you know, you have neighbors who like to party and have company and things like that. And so, you know, these particular neighbors, they've been there for a few years. And on a few occasions, we have had to, you know, kind of tell them about the noise, especially, you know, through the wee hours of the night and things like this. But seems like when the weather breaks, they kind of get a little rowdy because they have more company coming over. And, you know, they like to cook out in the yard and sometimes their cookouts will run late. And it doesn't really affect me too much anymore because a lot of times I'm not there. I'm on the go so much that, you know, I just see them going out. And, you know, sometimes when I'm coming in late, I might hear them or, you know, see them still out in the backyard. It doesn't, you know, really affect me 
too much and then sometimes when they come up in the bedroom it's late in the wee hours and sometimes unfortunately they're arguing and I would turn things you know whatever I'm listening to up well this uh, particular night I didn't hear anything last night and I eventually you know drifted off into a very peaceful sleep and all I really heard was the waterfall sounds cascading around me it was just such a peaceful sleep and around 1 a.m. I was kind of jolted out of my sleep and when I opened my eyes you know I just stayed still and I was listening you know the water was still on and I heard some voices above the water and at first you know it didn't really phase me it sounded like some arguing but I thought that they were in their bedroom and I didn't pay it any attention because I'm used to it Sometimes I would just get up and turn it up, you know, well, get the remote and turn it up a little louder or whatever. And so I'm just lying there. And within a few minutes, I heard the voices. Not only did it really begin to escalate, but I heard many more voices. And I mean, it was like a big commotion going on. So I dragged myself up out of my comfortable bed and I go move my curtain out the way and I see a melee going on it's like a pandemonium like four or five people throwing down and you know I'm just like standing there in a state of shock disbelief like what in the world you know because things are usually pretty cool and within minutes out of nowhere police officers are coming it was like a dozen police officers I've never I've been there for quite a few years never witnessed anything of this magnitude you know so police came and you know they dealt with the situation or whatever the case may be and um I couldn't go right back to sleep I actually had to get up and I went downstairs and I made me a cup of tea cup of herbal tea and um when I came back up, I was just sitting on the, the edge of my bed and I was just like, wow, Lord, just wow. Just kind of talking to him a little bit. And I, I was really sad. You know, I pray for my neighbors just like I pray for everyone. But it, it really affected me. And I, I really I was up for about two hours after that. I prayed for a little bit. I tried to go back to sleep, had a little difficulty, but I did eventually go back to sleep and I woke up early in the morning got up again and so got up this morning I knew I wasn't going back to sleep and so I got up and went downstairs and I tried to pray a little bit but I at this point my heart was just so heavy that I, I really couldn't even get the words out I was reading in the book of Mark and I was reading the portion where I believe it's in um 13 or 14 where Jesus is telling his disciples about the things to come and to recognize when you know the time is near the end and one of the things that he said was you will see mother against daughter uh, father against son mother-in-laws against daughter-in-laws and so on and so forth and you know false Christ will be coming in his name and I was just thinking that is so amazing that you know, Jesus was talking to his disciples 
over 2,000 years ago about things that we are staring right in the face, things that are happening around us right now, every day, all over the globe. And I mean, I was really heavy. It was that choke up tear that I just couldn't avoid. And I started trying to talk and I just began weeping. I just really began weeping before the Lord. And I was like, God, I just don't understand this. My heart is so heavy. My heart goes out for your people. And although, you know, this situation is bad enough because this is a family going through this. If you had seen what I looked out that window and saw, you would think that <laughs> it was people who didn't know each other. But these are people that live together. And I mean, they were really going at it. And I was thinking, my God, the time is just so short. The time is now, you know, we don't live in a perfect world. There are no perfect people. There are no perfect families. I'm aware of that. There never will be. But come on, the Bible says, if at all possible, live peaceably with all men. We are given instructions, especially in the Apostle Paul's uh, epistles or letters that tells us about Christian living and how we are to live, you know, practical insights on, you know, just living and how we are to live. And I'm not saying that all of my neighbors are Christian or, but I have heard them talking about church. Even one of the, one of the ladies that I can't even put a title or a description on her behavior, but I happened to look out the window because she's just always fussing and cussing and arguing, you know, and things of this nature. But, you know, she's pretty friendly when I see her and, you know, when we speak and things and I've even knocked on her door and given them some things and given them things. In fact, about a week ago, I handed her daughter some books and stuff for her children. So, you know, we're, we're pretty neighborly. I don't know them all like that, but I, I looked out the window one night. They were in front of my window and she was talking about dancing in the Holy Spirit at church. And I was like, Lord Jesus, I like to be a fly on the wall to, to see that. So they do know about the Lord, but their manner of life and their lifestyle, it's something totally different. And last night, really, or I say this morning, it really, really grieved my heart and so as I was reading and you know trying to pray and I, I did eventually get around to praying it was just on my heart to say to people everywhere come on y'all we have got to do better we have got to live this life better it is not I know that there are situations I'm I can attest in my own life there are people that have hurt us there are betrayals there are things that have happened through the years and I know some people are having a hard time letting go people's lives are being affected and then we have the pandemic and there are people you know even right now as we speak there are people today that have had to bury loved ones and we still face the challenges of trying to lay people to rest with social distancing and all of the the different things that are going there are birds, there are birds flying over my head and um 
<laughs> I don't want any bird surprises today, so I'm going to kind of move over a little bit. If you hear the background, that's what's going on. Um, and I must say, I'm feeling quite cute today. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing my, um, my queen shirt. And uh, I have my hair pulled back in two braids. I threw on the, uh, the, the white and gold guess sneakers that my husband bought me last year that I didn't wear too much and have my cool gold frame sunglasses on my gold bangles feeling like a kid again <laughs> but uh, I am just enjoying myself I am feeling like that song said three two one liftoff I am feeling so good in fact a sidebar I stopped at 7-eleven while we were out um, we had to go to the pet store because, you know, we're trying to get my son's aquarium together that uh, his dad bought him. And I stopped at 7-Eleven to get my son a Slurpee. And then I decided, you know what, I think I want a Slurpee today. So he's like, wow, mommy, you're really going to get a Slurpee? You don't even drink Slurpees anymore. I see, yeah, I'm just in a mood. And it just triggered a good childhood memory about when I used to hang with my cousin Diana, who we called DD and then D. And we'd go, you know, she didn't have any sisters. She was the only girl out of three brothers. And, you know, sometimes my parents would let me go on the weekend. And on one occasion, they let me stay for like almost two weeks, I believe. And, you know, we just had a good time doing the things that girls do at the time. We weren't even teenagers. And I was thinking about how, you know, we never came out in the heat. I guess we were a little bougie. <laughs> we, we always came out later in the evening, but we'd go out in the morning. My Connie would go to work and she'd say, D, I left a list for y'all and here's some money. You know, y'all go pick up this stuff and D, you can make this for dinner or y'all can get pizza or whatever. And we do chores. We go take the clothes to the laundry and stuff. Sometimes some of my other cousins would be with us, Erica and Connie. Mostly it was the four of us. And then sometimes Dee would have sleepovers or someone else would have a sleepover and we'd get together. But in the evenings, as things would cool off, we'd take our showers. Dee would do our hair. She would braid my hair and put my hair up in pretty ponytails and curl the back and stuff. And we'd get all cute, put on our dresses and short sets. And I remember she'd say, here, here's the, you know, the baby oil, oil your legs and stuff up. And we put on our little clogs and little cute summer shoes out jelly beans <laughs> and we go out the house and usually our first step in the evening was to the 7-eleven about two blocks up and we'd always get a slurpee and i would always get coca-cola and you know the boys would be following us up the street and d who's your cousins and what's their names and sometimes we go back and sit out on the porch and just Okay, here come those birds again. <laughs> we just talk. Just have a good time. It just took me back there. It's so good sometimes. It's not good to stay stuck in the past. But it is good to remember, especially these days, the good times that we've been fortunate enough to have. Family, we don't always hit it. We're not always going to be close. There are going to be problems. There are going to be rifts. But I think in this day and time when it's so uncertain, we need to work harder at at least keeping peaceful relationships. And how I do that these days, I have a model. It is live and let 
live. I deal with people where they're at. If it's not working, hey, I'm like Abraham. Maybe you need to go this way. I'll go this way. You take this land. I'll take this land. I am not striving with anybody anymore. I don't have any animosity, any bitterness. I love you. I have the love of God in my heart and I'm trying my best to live peaceably, but that is not always possible. I have relationships in my life where there's been a striving in some areas for many years. And I know that I know that I know that I have done all I possibly can. There are people in my life that I have helped, I have sold into, I have listened, I have counseled, I have been there, I have mailed gifts, I have done all kinds of things. And then they still wanna tend to show you, let me put this in a nice way, their backsides. Some people wanna call you when they need you. And then it's like later for you once the situation works out, whatever. I've said it time and time again, even on these podcasts, I think I have a total of maybe about 170 or something now. Stephanie J does not have time for it. I am living my life and on my terms for the first time in many years. I'm not going to allow the enemy to come in and rob and kill and destroy any more and it saddens me it grieves my heart to see people still living in that defeated cycle it breaks my heart to see things like what i saw in the wee hours of the morning i'm telling you people it is so late in the game it is so late in the hour the bible says and i read it in mark this morning jesus is coming back he said no man knows the day nor the hour we don't know. I was telling my son, we don't get a dress rehearsal. He's not going nowhere in the Bible does it say he's going to crack the sky. He's going to sound the trump and he's going to say, ha ha, just playing. Just wanted to see what y'all would do. Now, the next time I come, no, no, no. The word does not tell us that. It says he's going to sound the trump He's coming. He's going to crack that sky. Those that are ready to go are going. They're going to be caught up to meet him. The Bible says the dead in Christ will rise first. It's all in your Bible. Read it. It is there and it tells us very clearly for each and every one of us to work out our own soul salvation. It says before the Lord, not before man, not before anybody else. Work it out before the Lord. It is too late. I'm telling you, it is too late to be out here living foul, living any kind of way, doing any old kind of thing, just going along to get along. I'm telling you, we have an enemy. He is crafty. He is shrewd. The Bible says false Christs are going to be coming this way. They're going to say, here, I'm the Christ here. And over there, he says, don't believe him. He said, listen, you're going to know when I return. My God, it would be so sad to miss that time. And especially for a bunch of foolishness. People work it out. Get it together. There was somebody that I wanted to put on the radar. And I don't want to go too much longer. I don't even know how this is coming out right now. But I'm having a pretty good time being outdoors, you know, in a different environment, in a different scenery. But I was, um, 
listening to my playlist and you know I talked in detail the last I think episode or two before about putting together this playlist and man I've been having a praise party practically every day in some form be it at home be it listening while I'm doing stuff or dancing I think after I ended that episode I danced about two hours in my living room I had a good old time I'm hearing all kind of songs that I never heard I'm just enjoying myself I'm listening to it in the car I'm just having a good old time and so one of the artists that popped up when any of you that do this and make playlists and music um it will give you suggestions on other artists or certain types of music and sometimes there's like a a praise mix or a contemporary gospel mix or whatever and kanye west showed up on one of these lists and i said you know i never even listened to kanye west's music i've heard a few of his rap songs even um one of his popular songs that i remember was a uh, gold digger because they used to play it in the stores and the restaurants and things like that and come on y'all know it was a hot beat don't act like you ain't bop or snap your fingers to it even if you're not into it let see i was never into rap into rap i grew up in philadelphia so of course i was around rap um even used to rap and beatbox <laughs> my brother and the boys i used to walk around with the windbreaker and my brother's little satin boots with his name belt and you know i wanted to be down down with the boys and so i did all that um <laughs> my my style of rap back in the day i loved heavy d and the boys big daddy kane you know, uh, Cool Mo D, EPMD, Sugar Hill Gang, you know, my songs Apache and all of that. Um, I liked a little bit of Tupac and I liked some of Biggie Smalls and even some of Puff Daddy songs and the artists and Mace, you know. But I never was really a person to just sit and listen to rap. And then I loved when the female rap game picked up like the Salt and Peppers and Queen Latifah. Moni Love, all of all of these MC lights. I am the light. Um, <laughs> I, I know I'm taking some of y'all back. But anyway, so Kanye West was somebody that I never listened to. Now, I've heard all the hype. I've heard all of the, you know, the stuff in the rumor mill through the years. Um, I guess that was, I don't know, last year sometime when they were talking about his conversion and I never followed it. I know some people don't believe that. I don't have an inquiring mind. I don't have to know everything. Everything does not interest me. A lot of times stuff goes on and it'll be months before I really hear about it. You know, I just don't get into stuff all like that. I'm not all into people's business like that because I have my own life to live and that's where I put my priorities. But anyway, I heard a lot of people and pastors talking about and discussing his you know was his conversion true or not and things like that and I heard about a two or three minute clip of someone interviewing Kanye he was on an air uh, airplane traveling somewhere and he was doing a I don't know what they call it. I'm about to say Sunday best but I know that's something different anyway he was doing like one of those Sunday services and the person pointedly asked him, now Kanye, you know you have a lot of um, criticizers. You know you have a lot of people saying that this isn't real. You're just doing this for 
you know, the ratings or the following or whatever the case may be. And he calmly sat there. He listened. The person got this. It was a long drawn out question. And at the end of it, they said, now, what do you say to those who, um, those who believe that this is a fake? And his answer was simple. He said, well, at the end of the day, at some point, you're tired. You go to sleep, right? And the person said, yeah. He said, and then at some point, eventually, and I'm just paraphrasing because this was several months ago. I don't remember exactly how he put it. He said, but you know, then you wake up, right? Person said, yeah. He said, it's that simple. So what he was saying in essence was, I ain't stutting folks. I don't care about who's judging me. Nobody knows me. Nobody knows the walk. Nobody knows the path that I've been on. Nobody knows, you know, what happened in my life. And that's between me and God. So I said, okay, kudos. Good for you, Kanye. And I didn't investigate any further because who really knows? I posed a question to someone before. I said, you know, if we were only to listen to people's music who were holy and righteous and believers and followers of God and perfect and who never made a misstep, people who always walk the walk and talk the talk. Do you know we wouldn't listen to music? Do you know we wouldn't do music, myself included? The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How do I have time to sit back and judge someone by their lifestyles or their style of music. Now, there's an exception to every rule, as they say. I'm not talking about the blatant stuff. I'm not talking about the headliners. I'm not talking about the people that come out in the drug scandals, the sex scandals, you know, uh, people who admit to doing drugs and all of that. And, and we're, you know, um, supporting their music and, and things like that. I'm not talking about that. There are a lot of gospel artists that people, and myself included, you look at them and they just look like, oh my gosh, they just love God so much and they just have it all together. And a lot of these artists I follow from the beginning of their careers and they just look like, wow, boy, I sure would like to be like that. I sure would like to have a relation. But does it shock you? Does it amaze you when some of those same people come up in the headlines, driving under the influence, you know, extramarital affairs and things like that and then you turn around and you hear them putting out songs after the fact about how they're not perfect how they're human too come on we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of god nobody nobody knows what's truly in a person's heart except the lord god above he says man looks at the outer appearance but i judge the heart so i was never on that about judging Kanye or anything because I don't know the man. I don't know his walk. I don't know. I know what my heart went out for was when I heard about what happened to his mother years ago. Now I, that definitely affected me because my mother died when I was just 26 and she was just about to turn 42. She was young. And so I prayed for him and I prayed for him periodically like I do for anybody else, especially people that are in the limelight. If anybody needs prayer, I think it's the people that's on the front lines. And so that's as far as I went with Kanye West. So bring it up to today. I'm listening to some songs on my playlist 
as I'm in the kitchen doing something and I'm like okay I recognize that voice and I go look at it and it's Kanye and so I look this is an album called Jesus is King and so I started having some thoughts behind that I said okay you know what I'm going to put this album on my playlist and I do like a preliminary list I put songs that I think I might like I listen to them if I don't like them they get X'd. I de delete them and I may either take a song and put it on my worship list or move it to my workout list or whatever and so I started listening to his songs and I'm like I'm listening to these lyrics and I pulled the lyrics up at one point I put it on in the car and I'm just like wow you know it's interesting to me that people have so much to say about him but I'm looking at these lyrics and I'm like Kanye knows something he knows something about God he told one person that people don't know that he his mother used to take him to church here he is a rapper already has a career he already has a follower following excuse me he's already out there making money he's already in front of the cameras he's already living the life but then to switch gears and put out a whole rap album about Jesus he's not talking I listen to I'm looking at some of the um the lyrics now and I'm just going to read through a, just a few of them and I'll tell you my thoughts on that as I'm closing this out and bear with me because I'm I'm standing here and I'm using both my hands uh, I'm tapping on the lyrics. This one says, uh, it's Selah. God is king. Give me a second, y'all. And you're going to hear a car coming up in a minute with their music. Hopefully it's not too loud. But, um. Okay. God is king. We the soldiers. Ultra beam out the solar when I get to heaven's gates I ain't gotta peek over keeping perfect composure when I scream at the chauffeur I mean I'm just focused I mean I'm just focused pour the lean out slower got us clean out of soda before the flood people judge they did the same thing to Noah Everybody wanted Yandi. Then Jesus Christ did the laundry. And I'm sorry, my screen is moving up, y'all. They say the week start on Sunday. They say the week start on Monday, but the strong start on Sunday. Won't be in bondage to any man. John 8:33. We all the descendants of Abraham. Ye should be made free. John 8:36. To whom the sun set free is free indeed. He saved the wretch like me. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Now that's just one part. And I have it on um the screen is kind of moving, so I'm just trying to slow it down because I, I can't do too much with my, my hands full but this one says follow God father I stretch stretch my hands to you lifelike this is what your life like try to live your life right people really know you push your buttons like type right this is like a movie but it's really very lifelike every single night right every single fight right I was looking at the gram 
and I don't even like likes. I was screaming at my dad. He told me it ain't Christ-like. I was screaming at the referee just like Mike, looking for a bright light. Seagull, what's your life like? Riding on a white bike, feeling like excite bike. Stretch my hands to you. Pressing on the gas, supernova. My son has a song entitled Supernova. I don't even know what that is. For a nightlight. <laughs> Screaming at my dad and he told me that ain't Christ-like. But nobody never tell you when you're being like Christ. Oh, that's a deep one. Only ever seeing me only when they needed me. Like if Tyler Perry made a movie for BT. Searching for a deity. Now you want to see it free. Now you want to see it we. Let's just see if three apiece. Tell me what your life like. Turn it down a bright light. Driving with my dad and he told me it ain't Christ-like. Stretch my hands to you. I'm just trying to find. I've been looking for a new way. I'm just really trying not to really do. <laughs> and my screen just clicked off to the end. But he says something here. Get your family, y'all. Hold hands and pray. When you got daughters, always keep them safe. Watch out for vipers. Don't let them indoctrinate. Closed on Sunday, you my Chick-fil-A. I'm a Chick-fil-A fan, Kanye. But anyway, so I'm, I'm reading these lyrics. And some of them gets even deeper than that. He, he sampled a song called God Is. And this was a song when I was about 9 or 10 years old. We used to listen to this song on uh, Pastor Scott. It was my aunt's pastor's. We used to go to New Jersey sometimes on the bus to attend their services. And they had the St. James Mass Choir. I believe that's the name of it. And we used to sing that song on the album. I loved it. And he even has a sample of that. And he's talking about, you know, my God is my light and darkness. Oh, God, God is. He is my all in all. I'll never turn back. Everything that I felt, praise the Lord. Worship Christ with the best of your portions. I know I won't forget all he's done. He's the strength in this race that I run. Every time I look up, I see God's faithfulness. And it shows just how much he is miraculous. I can't keep it to myself. I can't sit here and be still. Everybody, I will tell till the whole world is healed. King of kings, Lord of lords, all the things he has in store. From the rich to the poor, all are welcome through the door. You won't ever be the same when you call on Jesus name. Listen to the words I'm saying. Jesus saved me. Now I'm sane. And I know, I know God is the force that picked me up. I know Christ is the fountain that filled my cup. I know God is alive. Yeah, he has opened up my vision, giving me a revelation. This ain't about a D religion. <laughs> Jesus brought a revelation. All the captives are forgiven. Time to break down all the prisoners. Every man, every woman, there is freedom from addiction. Jesus, you have my soul. Sunday service on a roll. All my idols, let them go. All the demons, let them know. This is a mission, not a show. This is my eternal soul. This is my kids, the crib. Uh, and it goes on. My, my phone is scrolling up too fast now, y'all. But you, you get the point. That's enough right there. I, I would advise you, as I always do, you're interested check it out for yourself 
sometimes I'm so glad when I go and I do my own investigation and whatever the timing, I, I don't know. Because like I said, I never listened to Kanye West. I don't know a lot about him. I don't know about his life or his upbringing. But when I hear those words, it puts me to mind of the Bible. A lot of those songs are scriptural. It, it puts me to mind of a pastor preaching those same messages. Um, I, I say, and I'm, I'm not endorsing Kanye West. I'm not endorsing his music. I don't make a dime off of anybody that I talk about. I could care less. I'm not trying to influence anybody. I'm not telling anybody what to or what not to listen to. I'm my own individual person. I make my own choices. What's that song, Janison? <laughs> I can't even think of it now. They played it when I was in Walmart one day. Oh, control. Uh, get what I want. I'm in control. Got my own life. Going to make my own decision. Y'all know what it is. But, um... I'm, I'm no, no way endorsing, but I'm just saying it's worth checking out because as a parent and, um, you know, I have a son who's kind of getting into music and he makes music. He has his keyboard and stuff and excuse me, he makes his little instrumentals. He wants to be like his brother. He doesn't listen to rap. He's not into rap. He has tried to rap. You know, his daddy's from New York and he's tried to teach him some skills and things like that. But he was listening and he said, you know, I kind of like that song. He said, I don't know what the name of it is. He said, I like that one where he was saying, you know, my daddy think it's not think that's not Christ like or whatever. So he's listening. And I'm thinking as a parent and as a believer, what I want my child listening to something that has positive lyrics or what I want my child listening to this filthy vulgar music out here that's surely surely the devil's music people out here talking about females in derogatory ways and I don't have to say it y'all know y'all heard it y'all have seen the video some of y'all still listen to and watch a lot of that stuff it is up to you the choice is up to you it is Hey, work out your own salvation. My whole thought process before, between now and uh, the time when I have to stand before that throne is only going to be me and God. It's only going to be you and God. Only he knows. We were reading in Psalm 139 uh, today and another day. And I'm really letting those words sink in. He says, before I even have a word on my tongue, you, Lord, know it all together. I don't know about you. That frightens me to think about a God who even knows my thoughts. Not only is he watching your deeds, the Apostle Paul says, Jesus Christ in the book of Romans, he says, Jesus will judge you according to my gospel. He said, even the secret, the secrets of men. And so no matter what people are doing here, no matter what people think they are getting away with, things that are done in secret. My grandmother used to say, what's done in darkness, baby? It always comes to light. And she would always tell me the proof is in the pudding. We're going to see at the end of it all. And we're all going to stand. I don't have time to sit back and worry about what other people are doing. I don't care what type of music a person wants to make or, you know, oh, Look at this celebrity. It used to take me off guard sometimes when certain gospel celebrities would hook up with, you know, people of the world. I even heard a song on here with Fred Hammond and Kanye West. And I said, whoa, I never heard that. 
never heard that but in the song he's saying something about pray for me or whatever the case may be but I don't know maybe I just kind of got set free and liberated I don't condemn or condone it that's between them and God I don't have a a, 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 a lens on what anybody else is doing that's between them and God if I said that I'll say it again that's what I do that's between me and God that's between them and God but when I read the Bible Psalm 150 says let everything that has breath praise the Lord praise you the Lord so everything is inclusive of nature the birds everything that God created has its own language he didn't say let the the church praise the Lord let the pastors praise the Lord let the bishops praise the Lord let the apostles come on how many people have you read and heard about through the years even in the body that have their hang-ups their stuff has come out in the in the tabloids in the news there's nobody perfect come on many of us would have been disqualified years ago if God was just looking for certain people to lift up his name. He also said, if, if you don't praise me, the rocks are going to cry out. But when I read that, I don't see. Let everything but the celebrity praise me. Let everything that has breath except the rock star. Let everything that has breath except the drug dealer. Come on, God can reach down and he can save anybody. He can touch anybody. He can use anybody. I started thinking when I was listening to Kanye and some of his songs sounds like he's crying out for help. He's trying. He's saying, listen, I know the way and this is the way that I'm trying to get back to. But, you know, some things had a hold on him and he's admitting that. But it, it took me to when Miss Clara said in War Room and I'm about to close this out. She asked uh, Elizabeth. She said, in spite of all these wrongs that your husband has done. Does God still love Tony? And she said, now, Miss Clara, you know he does. And so, does God love Kanye West? Yes, he does. He, his word says he's no respecter of person. Does God love my neighbors that were out, out there brawling in the wee hours of the morning? Yes, he does. Does God love me? Yes, he does. And I'm so grateful that he does. And does God love you, listener? Yes, he does. He has a plan for us. But we have to be willing to yield and submit and give him. And I don't know if you can hear it. I have some kids playing on the other side. Um, they're over here you know, by the water. And so they're, they were a, a distance away. And I'm, I'm so into what I'm saying. I'm just noticing that they're coming over here, but I'm gonna I'm really shut this down. Um, but I just want you to understand that God has a plan for each and every one of us. And at this late hour, this time of the day, it is time for us to come down off these high horses, stop looking down at our noses, at people, Unless you're picking them up. That's what I heard. You're only supposed to look down on a man if you're helping them up. It is time like never before for us to learn how to live this thing for real. I'm telling you as sure as I'm standing here enjoying this beautiful weather, this beautiful environment, that Jesus Christ is coming back one day. And I'm grateful to God that Kanye West and others had the boldness and the courage 
to proclaim their faith. Here he is. He's already out there making money in the rap game. He could have just continued to sing songs like Gold Digger and all that. But here he is doing, you know, services and he has a following and he's teaching people about Jesus. Come on, y'all. Let's begin to pray for people. And if we're going to spread anything about him, why don't you spread some of those positive lyrics? Have people say, hey, listen, before you judge the man, sit down and listen to some of this stuff. Before you judge this woman, sit down and listen to what they're talking about. Everything is not always as it seems. And we all can use prayer. We all fall short of the glory of God. None of us are perfect. None of us are better than one another. I don't care where you are. I don't care what your circumstances are. You are still in the hands of a loving creator who created you for his purpose and loves you. And I hope that you get something out of this message today. I don't know, maybe that's Slurpee. My voice is going raw right now. I need to rest. I have a few things that I need to do. But right now, I just want to take some time out and just enjoy the rest of my time while I'm out in this beautiful, beautiful um, environment. And so my listeners, I'm going to say peace out. God bless you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your family. And I pray that all is well with you. I pray that when this is all said and done, we will stand before the King of glory and declare like Kanye West that Jesus is Lord. He is Lord of Lords and he is King of Kings. Be blessed.